0: Uh, we're looking at different teaching methods, really looking at some uh, advantages and disadvantages of things, and this is coming from uh, some comments made by Brother Roger Campbell in his book, Evangelistic Efforts, Taking the Gospel to the, lost, to the Lost Souls Far and Near. And he looks at just really three, he basically looks at three methods uh, using videotapes, or today we'd say DVDs, that tells you how old this book is, he's still talking about videotapes, uh, DVDs, uh, prepared written lessons with questions, and he also talks about just an open Bible. But I think today we have different methods that are used, more than just that, but he focuses on the, on those three, but we're actually going to look at about, I think if there's six I have pointed out here, and so we'll look at those as we go through this. And so the first thing we want to do is he compa- looks at using DVDs and videotapes as a form of teaching. He says some of these used to be in uh, film, strip, film strip format and still are in some languages. The most popular series, which I'm familiar with, this is Brother, Brother Campbell, uh, is the Jewel Miller series, but there are other similar materials available. Uh, I have never actually even seen that series that he's talking about. I've heard people talk about it over and over again, but I've never actually seen it. Uh, that wasn't something we used when, during my uh, Bible study. Yeah, um, Sean, is that you? You're saying you, you found it online. If you find it online, I, I guess you're talking about you can watch it online. Uh, it probably is on YouTube, I bet. But I'd like to watch it just so I could say I've seen it and see what's in it. Because he makes some comments here about it that you know I've, I don't know. I've never seen it, but he talks about some advantages to this method. He says convenience. He says pop the tape into VCR. We would say pop in a DVD. Uh, turn on the TV and you're ready to go," he says. "Not demanding or intimidating for the teacher, though there will be the though there will still be the need to answer questions, find passages in the Bible, and discuss some things the Christian that and discuss some things the Christian that teaches with videotapes does not have to talk as much as he or she would if using written materials or an open Bible. This fact alone helps some Christians be more uh, relaxed the tapes are he says the tapes are usually done uh, professionally uh they're appealing and then uh now I agree with I agree with what he's talking about there they're 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 not done haphazardly uh the ones I've seen are are very good uh i think about for instance uh the searching for truth uh DVD uh one DVD if I remember correctly I think it's <coughs> I believe it's one DVD and it has several sections on there, I think five sections, and that is a great tool. Uh, if I was going to use a DVD today, that would be the one I would use uh, because I'm familiar with it, um, and uh, we, have the, we have it here. We have the book that I'll mention here min- in a minute that goes right along with it. And so, uh, you know, it, it's a very, it's up-to-date. Uh, again, it's on DVD, so almost everybody has a DVD player anymore, or you can just anymore. Uh, you can just, you know, take with your little laptop with you. You don't even have to have, worry about someone having a DVD player. Just plug it in, you know, put in your computer and open up when you get to their home. And there you go. You can all watch it. Uh, but Searching for Truth is an excellent DVD. Uh, there's another one called The King. I think it's called The Kingdom of God. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit older. When I say older, it's just like a couple of years prior to Searching for Truth. And it was also put out by the World Video Bible School. Uh, World Video Bible School, if you're going to use media to to teach, uh, that's a great tool to use because they have so much, uh, even stuff just online. And if someone doesn't want you to come to their home, uh, you can go to World Video Bible School's website. Many times find a link to a video they have and just send that person the link and say, here, watch this. And then, uh, you know, I'll I'll send you maybe some questions later to to... Related to this video, you can answer, and we can go from there. <clears throat> yeah, he's, Okay, Sean says he's, he's seen Searching for Truth. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's it's. If I was gonna use a DVD, that'd be the one uh, that I would use. Although the other one I just mentioned, I think it's called The Kingdom of God. Uh, I have it here somewhere. Uh, it also is very good, and it was that one is kind of done like people are just walking along, hiking. And as they're going through, as they're walking along, they're talking. So it's done in a very conversational type of way. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken. it's done by Royal Video Bible School as well. Uh, the cover of it, I think it shows like, you know, uh, some trees and a waterfall or something like that. And so it's, it's, it's a very good one. It's one I saw when I was in Conway. And um, I think it was in Conway. Okay, so that might be 10 years ago. But still, I mean, it's in the 2000s uh that a class i remember i'll try to google it real quick and find it and send you a link if i can remember the name anyway um uh, so dvd searching for truth uh, he mentions here uh the jewel miller strips i think these are even now available on dvd uh here within here recently they're available on dvd and so if you like that they have really updated that and so i i don't know how expensive they are uh most congregations though I think most congregations who can afford it uh if they don't have it in their library, so to speak uh you might ask the local congregation on your other to, to if they would purchase those and so uh you know that might help I don't know how expensive they are, I don't remember anyway then he gets on he so he talks about using d v d s for your study method, and then he talks about some he talks about some advantages now he's going to talk about some disadvantages. Uh, he says, like other movies, these tapes or DVDs have been known to put some people to sleep. That to me would be uh, okay. Uh, Sean says the Jewel Miller DVD says fourteen ninety five. Okay, I'll have to go and, and look at that. Anyway, he says one of the biggest disadvantages to DVDs and videos are people falling asleep, and I agree. That we just say that's the biggest one, but that would be the biggest one. I think is people not falling, not paying attention. Getting distracted because something is just playing, they just kind of it out. They just kind of it just kind of glosses over them, just washes over them. And so you wouldn't want that. But if you have someone, you know, that really kind of depends on the person. Uh, you have a person who's who's not who. Of course, if they're there, they want to have a study. If you have a person who's like super intense and trying to learn all they can and really really into it. Then they may not be the person who falls asleep or gets distracted by uh, the the DVD or allowing it just to wash over them. Sorry, but uh, some would fall asleep or get, you know, just n- not paying attention to it. Uh, he says, while well, it's possible to pause the tape at any time during the study to discuss a matter, when prospects watch such videos, they tend to ask a, p- ask a few questions when the video is running. As a result, there's often not much communication between the teacher and the prospects. Now, this is one of his disadvantages. Now, I think if you really thought ahead, you think in your mind, okay, we're gonna watch this, but at this point, this point, this point, this point, we're gonna pause it and ask questions. And so, if you made it more interactive, I think you could probably remove this disadvantage. But if you don't, if you're the kind of pers- if you prefer just to let them ask questions at the end, then yes, this could be a problem because now they're gonna forget possibly some questions they're gonna ask. Uh, now he makes some personal comments about it, and I don't—I've never seen it. Uh, he mentions he thought he says in his view he thought lesson two uh covers too much uh historical points from the old testament in one setting uh you mentioned you'd like some of the portrayals of Christ of him having long hair and and various things like that uh, again I've, I've never seen it so I don't know but that's some of his personal uh object uh things that he doesn't uh like you might say about it uh but that's just his comments I haven't seen it like I said before Uh, second is the book is maybe using, well, let's get to that in a second. Oh, let me see. Oh, one second here. I don't want to get ahead of, excuse me, ahead of myself. Okay. Alright, I just wanted to check my outline here. I didn't want to. Okay, so we'll come back to this in a second. Um, using a book like "A Muscle and a Shovel" with Michael by Michael Shank, I'm sure probably all of you have, have heard of it, seen it. Uh, I've read it from cover to cover. Uh, it has some good points in it, and a lot of people like to to pass that out. And but personally, my opinion, I'm not a huge fan of it, uh, pers- especially some of the first editions. Uh, but I know he has gone back and done some different things, but uh, I don't like even even the blanks put in for the curse words. Um, I, I don't care that much for it. I know some some like it, and I think a person can be converted by it. Um, Sean says it's third edition now, and curse curse words have been taken out. Okay, I haven't seen the third edition. And I know some say that the curse words are taken out, they're just blanks put in there. I don't I don't know. Uh it, it is a, it is, in my opinion, it's a decent thing to, to use. Um I know people have talked about it being used and people being converted and like Sean mentioned here, uh I know he has a different one out now called uh, when the shovel breaks, basically about a person, I think if I'm incorrectly, a person who has come to the faith and departed and then comes back. Uh I haven't read it. But Muscle and the Shovel is a book that many people use. Congregations especially will buy them by, you know, I don't know, a hundred or so at a time and pass them out. Um, that's fine if you want to do Again, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, there's another book called Searching for Truth. Um, the Searching for Truth book that goes along with Searching for the Searching for Truth DVD. Uh, the Searching the Truth book is probably what I would use. Um, I realize my slide sh- says a muscle and a shove. but it's just say a muscle and a shovel. Um, the Searching for Truth book again. Uh, it's just now this is my preference, so don't. I mean, you can use a muscle and a shovel; that's just fine. My preference is I would use something else, but i was going to use a book. Uh, but Searching for Searching for Truth book is what I would use. It's basically the DVD, but it's just. Everything that says in the in DVD is basically, you know, it's the script, basically, of the DVD. But any the end of each chapter, it has, and I have the book up here because we use it for, one second. Okay, we use it for our monthly, here it is, our monthly Bible, excuse me, our monthly food pantry. And so I like it because at the end of each chapter, like this one here, you can see uh the questions and things like that. It has uh who should be baptized this is we're in baptism actually right now. Uh here for our monthly study with those who come for our food food pantry it has uh decision points, talking points, um section reviews at the end of each chapter, uh it has the verses already in the book. And so if someone doesn't have a Bible, it doesn't matter. The verses are out there in the book. And so and I think at one time, you could. these were basically like a dollar a piece. And so it is one I would highly, highly recommend. Um, and I just lost my place in that, but that's okay. Um, but that's a book. If I was going to use a book, that's probably where I, what I would use. Uh, that's just my personal... Uh, Opinion here. Let me back up here. <clears throat> okay, um, Sean here mentions a movie, the Gospel of John. I don't. I'm not familiar with that movie. Uh, I know there's a lot of quote-unquote religious movies out there. And I know some, I know a lot of them are put out, I think World Vita Bible School put out one called Bound. Um, (laughs) It's interesting. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that one either. Um, I know some of the Baptist churches have put out things like, uh, oh, Courageous, I think was called one of them. Um, Facing the Giants was another one. And those have some good points in them and good things. The problem, of course, is that they're dominational because they have, you know, when the worship services they show, they'll show instrumental music and things like that. Uh, but it is it is a... It, they are some positive things, but those movies aren't the type I would use to try to win someone over um, or try to teach the gospel to someone. I wouldn't use, you know, Facing the Giants or something. Uh, but some of those movies... Uh, there may be other movies out there I'm not aware of. Anyway, we talked about DVD, searching for truth, uh books like a muscle and a shovel. There are probably some other ones out there similar to that, uh that I'm just not aware of. The Searching for Truth book, as I mentioned, uh goes right along with the searching for truth DVD. So you could use both those in a combination. I think it would be a great way if someone if someone you think would, would uh benefit from from using the DVD method, you can have a DVD in the book and do do very well with that. Uh, correspondence courses, as I mentioned to the to some of you guys earlier Since I've been here in uh, this location We've had three correspondence courses That come from the house to house, heart to heart I don't remember what they, all, what they all looked like I got one over here that's different from this one I know you love me going off and on camera But anyway, this one here this is one we have right now out in the auditorium. This is lesson one. I believe there's eight. Uh, this says, does the church one of, ten makes, one of tens make any difference? Uh, that, of course, is, would be a great lesson. I haven't read through all of these. Uh, here's another series called, it just says, God's Plan of Salvation. And uh, this is the more recent one that I'm aware of. Again, by Alan Webster. And this one has eight lessons as well. And so, Bible correspondence courses many times of course gonna be for those who don't want you, who aren't comfortable with you coming to their house uh they're the ones who kind of want to do it without you being there face to face uh with that being said, you have to make sure that you if you're going to use a Bible correspondence course that you choose a good one um, Let me back up here. I don't want to miss somebody's comments. Sean says, "I've taken many online courses in in one day, taking the test, passing it, and going to the next lesson until completed, just for fun. Uh, you know, I think World Video Bible School or World Bible School has a online has a an online correspondence course you can use. Uh, until I got so busy, I was actually one of the instructors there who was grading correspondence courses they came in, but uh, with other things, I couldn't keep on doing it." But Bible correspondence courses through the mail are a great way to get people who who uh do not want to have a personal face-to-face Bible study to get them involved. Maybe uh if sometimes you hope that uh, as they take these things that they'll spark enough interest that they'll sit down and study with you about it. <coughs> Okay, so we've talked about DVDs, talked about books, for example, like The Muscle and the Shovel, uh, Searching for Truth. we talked about correspondence courses. Now, I know there's other correspondence courses out there. House to House, Heart to Heart are just the ones I'm familiar with. That's what we use here. Um, And because he's done three in the last three and a half years, I know there's different ones that you might say take it from a different angle, I guess. I'm not really sure. Uh, Prepared written lessons with questions. And by this, for example, i think about uh, the Open Bible Study by Ivan Stewart, And this is one, I, I've seen it, and uh, I'm going to read what he says here. He says, in this approach, both the teacher and student have a copy of the same lesson, and they work through it together. It goes something like this. The student first reads a, a, a Bible verse, then he or she reads a, a question written in the lesson that is based on that verse. Next, the student answers the question out loud, and finally everyone writes the correct answer to the question on the, on the lesson. Some of the more well-known examples of this type of materials are Open Bible Study by Ivan Stewart, Search for Truth produced by Fitchers of Men. Uh, several others have prepared similar materials that have helped Christians teach the lost. He says a person can, could greatly benefit by collecting as many, as many different ones as possible Comparing the specific lessons and questions that are used, uh, you know that's a great thing because basically what you would do is you create your own, which I'll talk about in a moment. That's what uh, this is. This is real similar to the approach, really, uh, that Stacy Ferguson from the Pacific Islands Bible College takes. He he asks a lot of questions throughout his study and uh, writes down verses. And basically, what he does instead of Having it written down ahead of time, he writes it down as or as whoever's with him writes write it down as he goes through it, and then they leave that those notes with him to look over, and by doing that, he's able to really to in case they go on top of other things that can be on there as well, and so basically the whole study is written all the notes from the study written down and are and left to the person who they're studying with. Um, <clears throat> And he talks about here some advantages to this, of this method. He says, since the questions are already prepared, you do not have to come up with your own questions. He's talking about if you use these, other, these prepared ones, like by Ivan uh, Stewart. He says, the material is already printed with an appealing appearance. All you have to do is buy them if they are copyrighted, or copy them if they are not copyrighted. You do not have to worry about where to go next in any study, because there's already an order or format to follow. Each lesson has the question presented in certain order, and the lessons are numbered 1, 2, 3, etc. The prepared lessons are a convenient tool for those Christians who do not have a lot of confidence in themselves as, teacher, as teachers. Rather. At the end of the study, you leave the lesson with the prospect. Uh, this allows him or her a chance to review it before the next study. He says it's easy to keep track of what subjects you have already covered. And he gets a prospect to participate uh, in the study. And then he lists here, he has four disadvantages that he lists. He says some prospects do not care for because when they have to read questions and answer them, they answer them they feel like they are back in school again. Uh, When you use written questions that someone else has prepared, you're pretty much locked into using what is on the paper. If you personally do not like some of the questions, then you will have to make adjustments such as either changing the wording of the questions, or omitting them entirely. If you choose to omit them, and I believe that in some courses we would be better off omitting a few, then you would face the potential situation of the prospects wondering and asking, what is wrong with question 7, why can't we do it too? Uh, he goes on to say, depending on the material or questions that you choose to use, you may find that in some instances one lesson is too short, in others, or in others that one lesson is too long. Of course, if one lesson seems too short, it's always possible to start a second one. It says, when you use written questions that someone else has prepared, you have to decide if you're going to follow the order of the lessons or not. It says, obviously, it flows better to take the lessons in order that they are printed and numbered. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, now we'll come back to that in just a moment. So a prepared written lessons with questions. Uh, basically, talking about using someone else's printed lessons and questions, and the drawback is not devi- is deviating from it or not deviating from it. Uh, the next one I have here is what I call the PIBC method, uh, because this is what I learned by Stacy Ferguson, who's who the assistant who is the assistant director of Pacific Islands Bible College. Uh, this is how he does it, and uh, when I was after I've been working with him, I've really seen good ways of how to do personal Bible studies, how to conduct them. Uh of course overseas in different places people are a lot more receptive than what they are here. Uh but you still get a good good experience to see how it's how it how it can be done. And so he has let me see here how many lessons we have. Um I believe it's eight lessons total if I remember correctly. And he starts off with Bible authority. Uh, I like his because he doesn't just jump into uh, the plan of salvation. Now, depending on who you're talking to, you may begin a different location, but uh, this, I think, it sets, he really sets the stage and builds up to what the Bible says about salvation and what you need to do to be obedient. And so, and by him taking the steps that he does... It prevents uh questions being asked later on, and you haven't say it pre- it really prevents you might say from from saying things like well we'll discuss that later uh because when you when you get to a different certain point like the plan of salvation, you'll already have covered things like authority uh, that's his first lesson is on bible authority uh the second lesson he has here is on differences between the old and new testament uh he has um, he talks about really the, the, the organization and, and the name of the church. You he, have here Old Testament prophecies and uh, names and organization of the church. And then you have the next lesson, worship of the church. And then you have sin or what is sin. You have the purpose or reason of Christ's coming. And then you have counting the cost. Which I think is an important lesson some people miss a lot, and when he did this I asked him when we were over there in Montreal the first time I was with him to if I could have uh his a copy of his you know notes for what he does, and I thought kind of the cost was a lesson that so many people miss out on because he talks about what it what is gonna be required to be as a christian uh things that you know basically you know if you're a Christian, you need to attend every Sunday if you're a Christian, you need to give up simple actions. Uh, things like that. And he does this before he talks about the plan of salvation. And so the last study is the plan of salvation. And so that is his method. And I actually have all this in a word format. And if you would like it, if I remember, remember I'll put it in a PDF format and send it to you. Uh, But that is what I've, that's the, way he did it when we were in the pacific islands and i've really mimicked that uh try to mimic that now when i have bible studies uh, so i thought it was a great way to do that those series of eight lessons that they build upon one another and so uh what he what he does it too is he goes through those things he asks the people to read the verses and then ask them a question and they can answer interrupt from the verse and so it, it, he does just a great job with it. And of course, you can take it and and adjust it to how you would do it, you know, how you would talk about authority, what things you would do, you know, not to do it in the same order he does it in or anything like that. But uh, when I got back, I did a series of sermons based off his uh, Bible study. And, and I did that. And I think I have to go back and look because I think it's kind of been messed up on the website a little bit. But I did that, and I, then I went and added questions to it below it, so I made it basically a video Bible study that someone could watch the video and then answer the questions online. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's still up. I think we there might have been some technical problems with it. i have to check, but that's what I originally did. And so that's something else you could do if you're preaching a local congregation is present these in sermons, and then you can add them to your website and use it as your own video Bible study on the website and then just add in questions so uh, something I did I thought that would I thought that was a good idea uh, let me back up here some comments made um, okay uh, so we've looked at um, dVDs. The book, muscle to shovel, correspondence courses. We looked at uh, prepared written lessons with questions. Uh, we looked at the PIBC method, uh, Stacy Ferguson's method. I should say, really, I'll call it that because that's you know that's the work he's involved in. And then the next method is the last method that's mentioned here anyway is the just an open Bible method. And he mentions here. He says, with this approach, this is again from Brother Campbell, Roger Campbell, he says, with this approach, you might want to pre-mark your Bible by writing notes in the front or back of it or beside the text. You may want to bring along your own personal notes or a pre-printed guide such as as my Speak as the Oracles of God sheet that I will show you a bit later in this book. He says, this method, just an open Bible, is is my preferred approach, but that does not mean that you have to use it. He says you use whatever method best suits you and the prospects with whom you will be working. If you feel like you prefer to use this method of teaching, it would be a good idea to take a Bible correspondence course with you to your studies. This gives a teacher self-assurance because a, a concordance... I say Bible correspondence course. I, I meant to say Bible concordance with you. This gives the teacher self-assurance because a concordance help you find just about any verse that you have in mind. Now today... If you have your smartphone with you and you have your Bible program on there, you can just type it in search so you're good to go. When I was in Fiji, I uh, had my—I just had my smartphone, and I used the Olive Tree Bible program. And so even without Internet, on my phone, it wouldn't work on my tablet. I don't know why. But on my phone, I would just use the Bibles on my phone, and I could just type in whatever verse I wanted to look for and find it. Jan- uh, Sean says here, I ordered... A small King James travel tribal Bibles, and copies of Muscle and, and Shovel and get them out. I've given out five Bibles and about seven copies of Muscle and Shovel since April to visitors to my home. Well, that's a good thing. Um, okay, I lost my place here. So bring along Bible correspondence. course, we today, many of us probably just have our Bible or have our smartphones or our tablets or something. He says, if you teach with this, with this open Bible method without using written questions, it will be very beneficial for you during the course of a study to write down on paper at least some of the points that you make and the passages that you read together during the course of the study. Then leave the paper with a prospect or prospects at the conclusion of the lesson. He says, some advantages to this method. It comes across as pros- to the prospect as being very personal. Uh, I think the PIVC method would do the same thing. I think PIBC method and, and open Bible method is, it really are very close. Uh, you just have a kind of pre-planned attack, but you're not going in with handouts. You're going to be going in with your notes, and then you're going to going through it, and you're going to leave them notes before you leave. So I think PIBC method and his just open, open the Bible method are similar. Uh, I prefer, of course, I prefer the Stacy Ferguson method. But anyway... He says, it comes across as prospect as being very personal. Now, it allows the teacher to freedom to begin a study at any point he or she feels his best. With prepared written materials, you pretty much have to take what you get. Well, again, the, I'm kind of defending my, my method here, but if you use the PIBC method, uh, you you really mold any method, you mold it to how you want to do it. So I don't think you got, if you mold a method to how you want to do it, then you don't think you're really locked in to anything because you know how you want to do it because it's your method and so if you're going to do personal work I think you need to make sure you do you have a certain method you do so you don't feel like you're locked into something because if you feel like you're locked into something that's not your method you're not going to be very comfortable then you're, you could run into some problems uh, he says it does not make the prospects uncomfortable whereas written questions might in some cases uh, I'm not sure written questions would and would, in my mind, bother bother people sometimes. But anyway, these, these are his disadvantages or advantages to it. He says, allows the teacher freedom to go wherever he or she wants to study. He really already said that. It allows the teacher the freedom to cut short or extend a study le- study session. I think you can do that with any session. Allow you to use or interject your own illustrations. Uh, so this is his method. And so he has several, he has six positives and negative. You have to be much more prepared in advance than if you were using VOTs or prepared written materials to have, any question, to have questions. Now again, the PIBC method isn't really prepared written material because it's your it's really a prepared outline of what it is, and so you can go with it where you want to, and since you know what, if you're familiar with your outline, you can jump ahead if you need to, you feel like you've already covered something, you can go to the next point, you don't feel like you're locked in. You have to have your own plan for each study, but you should do that anyway. You must be sure and keep a record of how far you got on or what material you covered. I think that should be in any study. And so, anyway, that's his advantages and disadvantages for the just an open Bible approach. Now, we have talked about six, and I'm sure there's probably some other ones that I haven't thought about. I know he only lists three. Um, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but. We think about these six methods we've mentioned here DVDs, uh, a book, correspondence courses, prepared written lessons with questions. Uh, we talked about the PMSC method and just an open Bible. Uh, whatever method you choose, I think you have to make sure you have a prepared plan. You know, if you don't just take some DVDs and go in somewhere, someone's house, and just play them and not have. A, a plan. If you're going to use DVDs, I think you probably should think ahead about. Okay, I'm going to stop it here and ask questions, or give them a chance to make any comments they have. Things like that. Uh, The book. Think about who you giving it to. um You know, don't want to give it to someone who doesn't read books. <laughs> you know, some people they're like, yeah, they may take it, but then they may never read it because some people they just they don't read books. Uh, so you might have to try something different with them. If you know they don't read books, obviously we don't know who reads and who doesn't sometimes, but somebody we know who, they don't read a book. You know, they come home from work, they watch TV, and they go to bed. They don't read a book. And so, uh, you know, a DVD or something or a personal, a more personal approach might work for that. Uh, correspondence courses. Make sure that you're, uh, I think when you, when you get a correspondence course back that you reply to them with uh, encouraging them for the next lesson. So when you send the lesson, you know, you get lesson one back, you grade it, when you send lesson two, you send a letter with some encouragement and thanking them for being a part of it, things like that. Really plan ahead and make it as personal as you can through a correspondence course. Uh, Prepared written lessons with questions. Uh, Again, I think if you're going to, like he mentioned here, submitting some questions and things, I think if you're going to do that, You might just, if they're not copyrighted, take it and kind of blend and make really your own prepared written lessons with questions. If you're going to start, you don't want to make a lot of tweaks, you don't hand someone, uh, you know, uh, prepared some questions. We have some things, some of them marked out. Like he mentioned, they may ask, well, why aren't we asking this question? So if you're going to start doing something like that, you might want to just create something for yourself. Uh, Doing so without, you know, breaking copyright. The PIBC method, like I mentioned before, um, make it your own. You know, develop your outline, your own outline, how you want to discuss authority, how you want to discuss the church, all those things. And I think, especially with the PIBC method, I know when Stacy did it, he would start before every study. He'd ask them, "Do you have any questions?" Not just about previous studies, but about anything in the Bible. Uh, you know, and now sometimes you have them ask. They might ask questions. For instance, like we saw. Uh, about you know oh, a denomination or something or a certain belief a denomination has, and so you can answer that and do that before you you can do that before your lesson uh, present your lesson and your questions and things, and then when you 're done, ask them again, do you have any questions uh, just an open Bible like he said uh, you better make sure you 're prepared um, make sure you have i think some notes with you. And so I think really, PMBC method and Open Bible method, the way he describes it to me, they're they're almost the same because you have some notes and things, and you really make it your own. Um, <clears throat> okay, let me back up here. I'm seeing some comments here. Uh, Sean says, My preacher told me not to worry because someone in their home will read it or one day they will pick it up and start reading. My hardest lesson is is to friends who are... Who are holy holiness and believe in tongues and laying on hands? So I've been developing a study lesson to explain the false teachings uh, of that. Okay, um, you know every every anyone you come in contact with is going to have interesting may have some interesting beliefs or ideas. So we have to uh, approach that in the best way and make sure we do that in love. Okay, that is going to bring us to the end of our lesson this evening. Uh, again, we were just looking at some teaching methods. I think um, that you have to remember that as we go through this, whatever method we're using, uh, whether it be a DVD, you know, whatever it is, we have to make sure that we are teaching Bible, that we are looking at what the Bible says. If you, I think sometimes if we're not careful, we'll start saying, well, I think or I believe we want to say, well, the Bible says in such-and-such such verse, such-and-such such chapter. And I think the way we can address that is if we know who we're talking to, if we know their background, say, for instance, they're Pentecostal or the Simeon of God, we can look into the Semi of God and their beliefs, and then we can have a, kind of have a heads-up. So when we go in there, if they ask a question about something, we can be prepared because we know what Simeons of God teach, and so we can be prepared for an answer for for whatever question they might ask concerning their belief in what the Bible teaches. For instance, I may ask, well, does does the Bible teach you can speak in tongues? Our church teaches you have to speak in tongues. And so if you know what they believe, then you can go ahead of time and say, well, let's look at what the Bible says and go to that verse. Okay, um, that's going to be it for this evening.